Chapter 10 I'm the Bad Guy I awoke the next day in a cold sweat. Alana, upstairs in her attic lab, couldn't see that I was falling apart. She only saw what she was supposed to see. A perfect life. All of those feelings that I'd been having, the raw emotions, had ripped open wounds I didn't know existed. That week, for no good reason, I found myself more loved than I ever thought imaginable. I wanted nothing more than for it to stop. Without thinking, I walked into the kitchen and poured myself a glass of water. Each second, every single gulp felt as though entire minutes were taking hours to pass. My eyes opened. I began to see a kaleidoscope of light emanating from every reflective surface. The stove was off, and yet it looked as if it was spewing weightless lava. More than a little delirious, I stumbled to the garage. The door was open. Odd. I went to the already open trunk. There was a giant brown paper bag inside of a plastic one. A gift-wrapped present stuck out of it. At that moment, I had absolutely no idea what was in it. Without thinking, I grabbed the bag and went back into the house. Expecting to see you watching a movie, I was curious as to where you were. Marty! I called out. In a few seconds, he rolled into the hallway to meet me. Good morning, sir, he greeted as he looked me up and down. You seem to have a high concentration of foreign bodies in your cardiovascular system. Would you like for me to request an ambulance? No, I'm fine, I replied. Where's Day? Your daughter is in her room, Marty answered. She told me we're not friends anymore because she found out... Thank you, Marty, I flippantly told him as I darted into the downstairs bedroom. Inside, you were playing with the ornate dollhouse that your aunt and uncle had given you. The three-story mini-mansion was a flutter with fully costumed dolls and flickering faux lanterns. I still think the pink exterior paint was a little too orientation presumptive, but you enjoyed it. That's all that ever mattered. After I closed the door, you turned around. Hey, you happily exclaimed as you ran dog my neck. Good morning. Good morning, Day, I responded, trying to balance you in the bag. How'd you sleep last night? I don't know, you told me, with the most perplexed look I've ever seen. After noticing the wrapping paper, you pointed at it in earnest. Is that for me? you wondered aloud. I'm sure even at that young age, you knew I wouldn't be so cruel as to let that not be the case. I swear to you that the next part makes no sense to me. I still don't know why I did or said what I did. He took the present out of the bag. Excitedly, you ripped away the wrapping paper. What is this? You asked, with heartbreaking innocence. I... I don't know why. I answered myself. I did, however, know exactly what it was. It was a shotgun. Without thinking, I reached into the bag. One shell.
I took the shotgun from you and loaded it. Cops and robbers, Day, I said to you as I gave you back the gun. I'm the bad guy. You have to shoot me in the head. The universe, in all of its chaos, couldn't have been more corrupt. And then you laughed. A second later, you squeezed the trigger with enough force to do what I couldn't have possibly wanted to have happen. The resulting explosion was a simultaneous barrage of sound. You flew backwards across the room, the echo of my skull innards sloshing against the walls is a sound I'm glad I missed, but wish that you had never known. The thrill of the long-awaited Friday is a memory I do not have. Every day brought its own wonders, its own joyous discoveries that should have helped me realize why things must be the way that they are. You may not remember all of this. I can assure you, however, that it is all true, especially the last part. I will say, though, it is quite odd to watch yourself die. DWT, Digital Will and Testament, Central Server File, Gate 2009, 22nd of May, 2091, UTC. All parentheses added by the central server.